0: November 28th, uh, 11, 10 games on the NHL schedule here tonight. Coming off a win, a disgusting win last night with the San Jose Sharks. Thanks to none other than So Money coming in hot with that one to close out the show there last night. But we get that one through. Get another win under our belts here on the Edgework show. And you can track all those over there on the Betstamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. See how we're doing throughout the course of the season. But before we get into recapping yesterday's picks recapping what went on last night into this morning the news that's broke I want to remind everybody that today as always is sponsored by Betstamp. the easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds we recommend using an odds comparison tool like bet stamp to help you do so bet compares odds across every sports book whether that's for games futures or player props you can save time and money by checking bet before you bet so make sure to uh check out the app today. You can find that in iOS, Android, as well as available on the web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app edgework. That is available in the description of this video podcast, however you're consuming it, but that is betstamp.app slash edgework. Any signups using this link does help support the show, so we do appreciate that, but I mean, we'll get into some of the news and stuff, but we had one in one day yesterday here on the show. We go to 87, 85, and one here on the season, but we got a 4.1% ROI over a sample of 173 bets. And Matt, I'm sure you were the proudest person in the world to see the San Jose Sharks tracked here on the Edgework Show yesterday. And not only that, but for them to win for us.
1: Uh, This is the first I've heard of it. Unfortunately, I was a little deep into the football weeds yesterday. Uh, But I'm really proud uh, of so many for just being like, you know what, it's time to hit these Sharks. Because yeah, it was kind of a a disgusting brothers night last night, right? Where Columbus was just an outrageous price at home against Boston. Uh, And of course, the Sharks are disgusting all the time. So yeah, incredibly proud. The Sharks have just gotten to a point where they're like (laughs) rated like 50% below an average team and so anytime they were playing you know you know a friend a friend of mine another show that i do we sort of have this joke called like you know any team so you know when somebody says like i don't know if they should be favored against any team any team if you are any team you are really in a bad state well <laughs> the capitals certainly fall under the category of any team you know a lot of the like the flyers did a couple of weeks back when we were on the sharks right it's like there's just a certain group of, of teams where it's like should this team be minus 200 and change ever, right? Against any team. And yeah, like the Sharks are, you know, there should be a statue of like, of them in front of the, any team hall of fame, but like, you know, it's like, no, like, I'm sorry. Flyers, no. Capitals, no. And a handful of these other teams that if they are minus two, something, even in San Jose, you just like, I realize San Jose is going to get out shot. Like that is their move, but like, you just have to bite the bullet and do it. And you're probably going to be, You know, better off most of the time, because what's what's happening is they go and they get smoked by all these good teams and it affects the general pricing for when they play the any teams. Right. The kind of these, you know, run of the mill below average type teams. So good good on those Mm -hmm. guys uh, or good on you guys last night. That's, uh, yeah, that that
0: any team comment. It's like last year, I believe it was in the playoffs. Bruce Cassidy. He was asked about their performance in one of the games, and he said, "Well, if you play like that, you're not going to beat Arizona in uh, in January." And no disrespect, to Arizona, but there you go. That's yeah. the uh, the any team kind of moment that gets pulled yeah. out there, but. Plenty of news to go uh, talk about here Start to start off the show before we get into some of the best bets. So if you are watching and you enjoy the content, please make sure to hit that like button, subscribe. We will get to picks throughout here, but there are some important topics to discuss, and some of those do have betting implications. So first and foremost, let's start with last night. We'll go chronological order here in Maretto. Uh, Last night, we see another axe fall on a coach, and that would be Dean Evison out in Minnesota. I mean, you could kind of see it coming just in terms of the way that the season had started. But again, it's one of those ones where you're sitting there like Jay Woodcroft, you could see situationally why that might happen. But in terms of him as a coach, It's not like he was a bad coach deserving to be fired. And I saw you tweeting out yesterday, you weren't necessarily in agreement with the swap that was made. Maybe not necessarily the firing of Everson, but the fact that uh, John Hines now steps into Minnesota to replace uh, Everson. Can you take us through your thought process on what the hell went on in Minnesota, why they decided to move on from Everson and why Hines is not the right guy?
2: Yeah. uh, Hines is just, a shit coach. That's probably why he's not the right guy. Um, but <laughs> Evison is some are saying he's not the right flavor for Alex. Yeah, he's not not for November at least. Um so Everson, I get why he's fired, obviously. I still think he's a very, very good coach, and I don't think he'll be unemployed for too long. Um, I think he got the most out of this roster. Like realistically, this team had overachieved probably last season, and I think a lot of that is down to him. Uh, They played good hockey, good, smart, fundamental hockey. They played well as a team. And I think he kind of got the most out of them and just kind of reached a point now where, like, maybe, you know, his message is falling upon deaf ears and you kind of just need to change the voice up a little bit. So maybe I understand why he's gone. Again, don't think it's more so a knock against him. Maybe just more like this team isn't as good as we thought they were or people thought they were. The fact of the matter is, Gustafson and Fleury haven't been able to save a beach ball this year. They're both, like, combined. They're, like, minus – 18 minus 19 goal saved above expected like you're not going to win many hockey games uh, no matter who you're putting in there when you can't get a save they're yeah. like underlying metrics have still been put pretty good which shows that i think the system that emerson had was you know a good one um now heinz coming in Hines' teams typically do not excel at five on five um they do not excel in general so We'll see if uh, maybe that changes with a mediocre roster in Minnesota. can't imagine it will, but um, I'm just surprised that, you know, I saw a lot of people also saying like, oh, Woodcroft is right there. How could you not just hire Woodcroft? Like, we don't know what Woodcroft wanted to not Like, he just got fired. It's very possible that he's like, hey, I'm going to sit back for a little while and like figure things out. I'm not just going to jump in the opportunity that comes up. Um, so like, I don't know if it was for like a lack of options or why they went with Hines, but uh, I, I think we did a pump the brakes on like, they had all these different, we don't know who wanted to take that job necessarily. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Hope Everson lands on his feet. I'm sure he will.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he will as well. But uh, talking about another guy who lands on his feet now, Patrick Kane this morning signs uh, with the Detroit Red Wings, at least you see. 800 different insiders tweeting out confirming each other's confirmation about the confirmation that was tweeted before that that Patrick Kane has indeed decided to join the Detroit Red Wings uh do you agree here Matt that uh with our friend who I could only assume RW fan 23 would be Red Wings fan 23 maybe that's the only really like wingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I it was like that, the Rochester uh, <laughs> Warriors or something a fan like of, that. of the position uh, that the Detroit Red Wings are Stanley Cup bound now. Does this drastically increase uh, the, their out their makeup and uh, potentially like what could go down for them this season?
1: Listen, I, Zach, I respect after you not being here a couple of weeks ago for our electric conversation about coaches wanting Alex <laughs> to go ahead when it comes to head coaches in the NHL and send the Patrick Kane question over to me. Um, having gotten pummeled by Patrick Kane, uh, you know, about a decade ago uh, as a fan, a former fan or, you know, closet fan of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, Mm. Does it change anything for me with regards to the Red Wings? No, not really. Right. Like it didn't really change anything for me when he went to the Rangers last year. Yeah. So, you know, it's the type of thing. It's like maybe if he gets there and, you know, the goals are going in at an alarming rate, it's like, I just kind of don't see that happening necessarily. So, you know, on a day-to-day basis, you know, I'm not going to move their rating up any because Kane is there off and on. Will he have an impact and and potentially win them a game or two between now and the end of the season, like over the course of, you know, what, 60 games? Yeah, potentially. Right. Like it doesn't take much to win a hot, you know, to be the difference maker in one single solitary hockey game. Am I making any bets, whether he's in the lineup, not in the lineup or because he's now joining the team? No, not necessarily. And, and, and that's from a p- place of liking the Red Wings before the season started. So this isn't any sort of like down, you know, I'm not, I'm not you know, bleep talking the Red Wings here. This is more just like, yeah. yeah, you know what? Thought they were a little better than the market thought before the season started. I think that's been sort of, you know, to this point proven and good for him for going to that team versus some of the other options that he had or or at least were rumored to have per se. Um, and, you know, I think it's a little bit more interesting from like a hockey fan perspective. You know, everybody likes seeing a guy in a different jersey. Right, so i like trade deadline is so exciting and like all this all that kind of stuff and it's just like yeah okay kind of a cool move really cool for the red wings and the idea that they might make the playoffs or, or kind of you know push for you know stanley cup container's probably a bit of a stretch but you know um better than we thought and that's just kind of how i still think the red wings are they're just a little bit better than we thought
0: yeah um well i mean i didn't uh i didn't p- do that in terms of hey we're not going to let matt talk about the coaches here more about <laughs> we got so many games ahead of us today we go back here still it it is up, going man the carousel going to go whether we're
1: going whether are going don't worry everybody uh listen if, if people are like I'm, I'm veering the conversation away, but if people are tripping over themselves for uh, Woodcroft to get a new another job like two weeks later, I'm sure Dean Evison will find another job at some point too, and he'll be able to kind of mm-hmm. add to his yeah. resume and be a four. Yeah. You know, he'll be a Hall of Fame coach with five different stops along the way, like some of these other <laughs> guys. That's like, yeah, if he was so good, why did he coach five teams?
0: Anyway, another uh, hearing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I do see a comment in the chat here. Charles Saul bringing up, uh, so glad the Cats dodge getting Kane was honestly worried for a few weeks. The Iser plan always fails. I will say I agree with Matt's um, assessment of Kane for the most part in terms of like the difference maker factor or like how much he was going to be a, a difference maker. I think that we saw that last year with the Rangers, like you mentioned, we talked to Matt Albert. He kind of brought that up as well. I was looking at that from a Leafs perspective when you hear that they're in on it. It's like, okay, I don't think that this guy's a game changer necessarily. I will say the one team that I, I had thought, and I know Moretto, you were kind of on the same page says it's not necessarily a difference maker, but I actually thought the fit in Florida was like the ideal fit for potentially yeah. both parties there. And again, that's not even to go against and say like, Oh, he's this massive change or impact for them, but it just felt like that's a piece that they could use. And that's a spot that he could fit in. And I felt like that might be the right spot. So kind of disagree with Charles there on that. One. Yeah. Florida's Florida's was like
1: absolutely begging for a power play goal in the back half of the playoffs last year. Like mm. adding anybody who can kind of you know maybe help that out would have would have certainly been uh, would have been a decent move. I yeah, Florida's
2: like Florida was the perfect fit I thought because they're a really strong defensive team and a place where he can go and kind of like have to not be responsible at five on five so much where he right. could just sort of coast on a line with like very good defensive forwards along with him like a maybe a Barkov or something like that and like that burden is kind of lifted off of him. He can go play beer league hockey and then he can park out on the power play <laughs> and just like you know, rack up goals that way. Um, I thought the fit was good. Detroit, I don't think necessarily makes them a playoff team. I think the East is just too competitive. I love Detroit. I would like to see them do well, but like, I just don't think they're one of the best eight teams. Doesn't mean they're not going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're. I still don't think they're one of the best eight teams. The reality is we don't know what version of Patrick Kane we're going to get though, right? Like he was injured last year. Like he was absolutely like hampered by that hip injury. He was not, anywhere near a hundred percent when he was with the Rangers in the playoffs and whatever. So like maybe with the rehab and stuff, like he's a better version of the Patrick Kane we saw last year, or maybe he's just like gone through too much. And the wear and tear has been too much where he's just bad. Like we, the range of outcomes for what we couldn't see from him is so wide, I think right now. So like, it's hard to make an accurate assessment based on, uh, you know, just some highlight videos that his agent is throwing up on, uh, on you, on YouTube, like surprise, he looks good in those. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean I'd be I'd be concerned if he
0: didn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um all right, well let's get to the games here. Let's talk about the Florida, that Florida Panthers team and where they're at here tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs. You see the Panthers on the road here tonight visiting Toronto plus one twenty five right now. The Leafs minus one thirty 130, uh one thirty one. You can see a total of six and a half currently out there. Matt, you're looking to bet on this game. Uh which side or total are you looking to get behind right now?
1: The Toronto Maple Leafs, let's do it. Uh minus 130. That price seems a little bit, you know, low for Florida coming in off a back-to-back game. Uh obviously handled Ottawa pretty nicely yesterday. Uh this little, you know, what term do we want to use? Jam. There's a little extra jam in that game last night. We had the uh referee calling ten minute misconducts on everybody involved on the
0: ice. That was really
1: enjoyable. Everybody got a kick. One of the, the greatest ass.
0: clips ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like the, uh, you know, everybody falls started except for the center when it's like, it's probably the center's fault. It's a little bit, you know, kind of like that. Um, I don't think the goaltenders didn't get a 10-minute misconduct, unfortunately. I think that would be, no. uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, that would have been a little bit more exciting. That would have technically been everybody on the ice. Um, as for the game tonight, like I said, um, you know, again, a Florida team that, you know, on and off, not necessarily like in love with them at this point in the season. I think obviously they're going to be better. They're going to be, you know, probably a force again to be reckoned with come playoff time when they're fully healthy um but the Leafs here I think are just the spot especially at a a pretty short price where my fair price for this is like closer to minus 160 so I was a little bit surprised to see that you know I think it opened yesterday on a minus 140 145 it's a little bit surprised to see some Florida money coming in here but if that just means it's going to save me a couple of cents then uh you know I'm fine with that
0: Moreto, I mean, I know that this is uh, the ideal spot for you to look to go against the Leafs, but can you are you in agreement here at what the price is at right now? Is there an ideal spot for
1: Moreto to go against the Leafs, or is it just them playing? Is that's the
0: that's eighty two games of the year? Yeah, least, so
1: it's like what what about this spot makes it makes Alex being like you
0: know? No, what? no, 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 no. <laughs> Moreto did bet on the Leafs the earlier. East,
1: right. I've bet on the Leafs before. I've bet on the Leafs yeah. before.
2: I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I um, I also wanted them. I didn't bet on them, but I wanted them to uh, to beat Pittsburgh. The one time this year I will mm-hmm. root for the Leafs was Saturday night, and of course they don't come
1: through for me. So, Is that uh, just I'm because sorry. I was on Pittsburgh? Um, no, no. It's you know, because play? Uh, and you,
2: your <laughs> Kyle Dubis thing, and you know, you know, bad, you know how bad
1: you know how bad Dubis wanted it, and I just didn't didn't quite no. want. To be I thought it was because he didn't want me to take over the lead in uh, Saturday best bets of the group. Well. I-
2: I was six and zero oh before. I think I'm six and one now on these Saturday ones. So um, I'm five and one with a couple of
1: pretty decent underdogs. Yeah, that's Alex. true. Like
2: that's a true. Okay. Day if we look day. at ROI, if you look at ROI, you might, uh, <laughs> you ROI. might. Yeah.
1: I know. Yeah. I know you're Fair calculating
2: enough. that stuff at home while you're watching Boise State. and, uh, and the- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't have. Uh, I don't have anything in this game. I um, could have got behind a. Uh, leafs play but like i don't know it's just kind of been ticking a little bit like earlier today it was a little bit lower um like i mean come on what were they this morning at pinnacle i think they were like more like closer to minus 20 ish this morning minus 125 ish so it's just been ticking that way and i wasn't dying to bet it there either i I need like a real bargain to bet the leaves you know (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna stomach. If I'm in a stomach cheering for wow. them, I need like I need a I need a nice price. Either they're gonna be plus money
1: at home against the uh, Panthers here. Like well, what's a you know, at what point is a bargain not a bargain?
2: Or plus the Scotiabank Arena bargain. on a Tuesday, it's gonna
1: sound like a
0: morgan
2: there. I mean knowing it's, snowing, but, it's again, cold outside,
1: like, what, it's going it's what to day fucking it not?
0: stink in there tonight.
1: <laughs> what yeah. day does it not? So, you know, again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh also we'll move on from this game we do have our best bet there i do have another bet in this game i'll give out but only if we get 50 likes on the stream we're not there yet we've oh, got over 50 people watching so there's no reason for there to not be 50 likes on the stream so keep hitting the like button and i got a prop here yeah, i got a you prop. Guys, uh, you guys want his
2: matthew Nyes anytime <laughs> it's, not, it's not
0: matthew nice anytime but that one did win for me on saturday that's a it's just numbers, man. You gotta your bet numbers, not players, That's just so not teams. That's all it is. It's just it's just math. Uh, but there you go. First bet locked in. We will recap all the bets that we give out here on the show at the very end of the show. But let's go over to another seven o'clock game and the battle of new york new jersey i don't know whatever what's that area called what's the general area where these two teams are called new york guys- metropolitan area there you go All new right. york metropolitan yeah sure the the islanders on the road tonight taking on the devils the devils at home minus 156 you see a price for the islanders plus 145 a total of the in this one sitting at six but you can shop around and find six and a halfs out there Moretto, what are you looking at in this game tonight
2: yeah i am uh Back to the well here with an under, in both these teams, I've been playing a decent amount of unders lately. Um, I think them going up against each other is a good recipe for uh, for an under here. Sorokin's really kind of rediscovered his game, which I like quite a bit, and obviously this team still struggles to score. But when you're getting a Sorokin who is who is now like really starting to get into a zone and like be locked in, um, he was unbelievable against the Flyers last week, I think his last start. So he's starting to turn it on. The Devils, now that they're getting back to uh, to health, are you would think like, oh, they're they're you know an offensive wagon again, and like they are. Don't get me wrong, but like defensively is where we're seeing a real impact. It's hard to score when uh, you don't have the puck, and they don't really let teams play with the puck too much. So you got an Islanders team that I think is still pretty good at keeping goals out um, defensively, and with Sorokin going up against a Devils team that is giving up very little. Uh, I think that this is a good recipe for an under. Um, and it's a decent price at uh six and a half. Oh, the minus one twenties are gone now. Hey, oh no, there's still a minus one twenty. No, there there's at, a bunch uh, there. There's a couple. Okay. Yeah. So um yeah, six and a half, minus one twenty. I would play one twenty-five, but like I think at that point I'd it would be a toss-up between the minus one twenty-five and the plus a hundred at, at under six. But if you're
0: getting the minus one twenty at six and a half,
2: that's definitely uh the look for me.
0: All right, there you go. There's another pick locked in. Matt, any thoughts here before we move on from this game? Not one. Not one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I love it. <laughs> Fair enough. Know hey. forgot <laughs> it even existed. How <laughs> oh, well we appreciate the honesty that's what it's all about transparency I, I, right we break I, down the record We tell you how we did the night before and yeah if you got nothing on a game you got nothing on a game I, whether I, that's thoughts or bets if
1: i decide to die d- dug into it then I, yeah i might end up having something but at some point between now and puck drop but like we're talking early in the morning here you know an electric monday night football <laughs> game last night you know there's only so much I yeah, electric left. and when <laughs> and when i look at uh, between you know with alex's team involved of course um you know, I look at the, the games and the numbers and stuff and the, the money line price like makes total sense to me. I just kind of go like, all right, I mean, go digging for 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 a side there to, you know, some sort of angle. But uh, I currently do not have one. So that's, uh, that's a long way of saying, nope, nothing for me.
0: All right, well, another game here coming up on the schedule is the got the Chicago Blackhawks at home tonight, plus 165 against the Seattle Kraken, minus 175, a total of six. And, Matt, despite all the controversy surrounding this Blackhawks team right now, whether it's rumors or headlines popping up, players missing, and just a, a lack of um, play on the ace that they've had or a level of play that they had had uh, to start this season... You're looking to get behind the Blackhawks here tonight against your Seattle Kraken?
1: Oh, yeah, my former Seattle Kraken. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right? We're long past them. Uh, listen, I'm lost because the Kings aren't playing for yet another Tuesday. I don't know what happened to the schedule. It's, clearly, the NHL found out that Kings Tuesdays were a thing, and we're like, <laughs> they were get them off roll. Tuesdays. Yeah, people are making way too much money on that. <laughs> um, sorry, Zach, Uh, rumors? Do you, you want to fill me in on that stuff i don't really know oh, we're not going to
0: speculate we're not going to bring anything up here on this show that's not nope. what this is about oh. Not the rumors rumor show uh, okay. is the still going? Or? i
2: hadn't i hadn't <laughs> i had not
1: i had not heard i hadn't heard anything about anything there so um i don't know does uh, cory perry's absence uh affect the uh the, the money line pricing for this game i don't really think so uh, we're looking at a you know plus one hundred and sixty. What do we got right now on the old board here? I was able to jump in a little bit higher than <laughs> plus one hundred and sixty. Um, oh, there's interesting hat things going on. I had no idea. <laughs> um, I'm not uh, pulling up the chat geez. on the screen there. No, I don't to see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. Um, yeah. Okay. Re- get it back on the crack here. Uh, yeah, plus 165 uh, on the Blackhawks here. My fair price is, uh, honestly, I would bet this down to plus 150. My fair price is probably closer to about plus 130. Um, so it's a in Connor Bedard, we trust situation um, and uh, and no members of his family
0: whatsoever. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what that means. Moreto, um, any thoughts for you on this game? <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to find this tweet here for you to pull up at 1.2, but uh,
2: i got to... Uh, I'm, I do I'm have- just looking for
1: Connor Bedard to dink one into the net at some point <laughs> tonight. Maybe... maybe.
2: Yeah, he'll, he'll really dick them down. Um, I uh, I like the... Geez, I lost my train of thought completely here. Um, I like the under here. Yeah, Kraken. Okay. So, Kraken, not a good offensive team. Blackhawks, not a good offensive team. Neither... Uh, generate uh too much mm. at Depends five one five um and bedard off ice issues we'll see what's going on with him mentally here
1: um <laughs> so uh, off ice issues that everybody keeps talking about somebody alex you, you know you fill me in i don't really we'll what's, happen- fill what's going you in. on um oh, okay should i start but doing- uh, what should i what should i google what do you think I um doing? I mean, what no.
2: Connor, look, Corey Perry. Apparently, he's uh,
1: a word that I should be putting in. Jordan. The,
2: the, Jordan in the, the chat. Whole, like, is he is came probably. in to be a father figure to that team, and he took that personally, right? Oh boy. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought we weren't gonna. I thought we weren't gonna go there, but scroll down, down a little
2: bit, Zach, to the one the tweet underneath it.
1: Was no, we're not up. doing that, gentlemen. Come on, tighten it up.
0: This is a hockey show, gentlemen. A
1: hockey show. Come on, <laughs> it up. Mathematics, probabilities, All right wingers. I have no
0: idea where th- we were at before this. So, Moretto, whatever gonna, you were talking gonna, about, you got to bring it back. back on the rails
2: here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting All it back on the rails. So All under in this game, no idea is a <laughs> good. good that. uh the unders taking a little bit of money so we still can get under six and a half at minus 120 um this is uh this is a cracking team that will not give up anything to chicago like they are the this is what they do they're good at you know dominating at five on five especially against bad teams so i think chicago will struggle to get things going and as long as we don't get like a complete disaster class in net for chicago um i don't see seattle scoring enough to really get this game over the total especially at 6.5 i really i mean i guess because the blackhawks are involved that's why we're getting a 6.5 but getting a six and a half in a Kraken game feels like a little bit of a steal for me um and obviously like the fact that the blackhawks are in there is is the reason why but i think that you'd uh you'd see them kind of like their, their opponent kind of shape should shape the total more so than the blackhawks themselves right like if they're playing a team like the kraken i think that that holds more weight than the fact that the Blackhawks maybe can't get a save some nights. But look, Soderblom's been solid. Mrazek um, has had his games too, where he's been good. I don't think it's like they're obviously prone to blow like um you know blowout spots. But I think that uh, this isn't one of those. This this shouldn't be at least. So getting minus one twenty at six and a half is a good look for me. <laughs>
0: this chat is sick you guys are (laughs) sick in the head but i'm a predator (laughs) first i've heard of any of it well i mean beredo you said it i was trying to find some transition i was going to get to it about how we were all sick you guys are sickos the chat was sickos uh we were gonna get sick again here but i mean you said it yourself uh you're a predator and tonight another opportunity to back the nashville predators (laughs)
1: I should, can I just jump in real quick? Because we yes, missed an opportunity on giving the Blackhawks R plus 160 change. This is kind of a disgusting brothers play. So
0: cue the clip. Of, uh, cue the Compose clip. yourself. Cue the clip. <laughs> disgusting brothers. Don't, don't call us that.
1: that need... That's like Corey Perry and like...
0: Know,
1: no, back? no, I no. Don't, I don't know who's... who's Nick who's <laughs>
2: Oh no. I why, why looked through his back out.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh the Nashville Predators. Um Corey Walms <laughs> I mean, Shocker, why why are you looking at this game right now? The Pittsburgh Penguins Kyle Dubas <laughs> just just give us the numbers, tell us why you like the bet, and then we'll let Matt tell us about his numbers and why it's not a hate Dubis play
2: <laughs> wait is this a do we have a do we have a um a chicago bet in that game too i'm all i'm 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 lost here max did you lock in chicago
1: i don't know what I, you know i i hate to sort of find out what jeff carter's up to um <laughs> for the pittsburgh penguins or but no, all right I, I, what do you mean in the Chicago? I have the Chicago money line. Why are we back okay. to Chicago? It was a discussion.
0: <laughs> I must have missed. What it. is going on? Know. What I is going like on here? I thought we I missed that's it. A, that's how. That's how. All of, right. I, we already that's gave sorry. it out. Uh, I gave it out, and then I went to you. To call I,
2: was the I was looking for the tweet. I, mean, I was mean, looking, I was like buy buy looking for the tweets. I was looking. I was too busy looking for the tweet. I completely ignored Matt's whole whole handicap there. It wasn't. I mean. Oh my
0: god.
2: We needed to get that on screen. All right. So, Predators, they're hot. They're hot. (laughs) Much like Bedard's mom, they are on fire right now. They are cleaning up right now. And um, realistically, I'm back on. I am completely back on them. And, uh, like, they're not just playing – they're not just winning games. They're playing very good hockey. And uh, the Penguins are kind of the opposite right now where they're winning some games, but they're not playing the best hockey. And uh, their underlying numbers are not the most impressive – Goaltending's been kind of meh. Saros is really turning it around. The team in front of him is playing fantastic. Like you're looking at 60%, 53%, 57%, 50%, 51% um, in their last, you know, handful of games. This is very much deserved what they're doing right now. Their turnaround has been uh completely warranted. And I think it continues tonight against the Pens team that is not playing the best hockey right now, coming off that win against the Leafs, which I think. uh I think meant a lot to do, is meant a lot to that team, maybe a little bit of a hangover spot here. So, um, obviously that's very narrative, but like, you know, that aside, I think the price is good on Nashville getting plus money here.
1: So you think the penguins are too old for you. A little bit,
2: <laughs> a little bit.
0: <laughs> let's also, let's also, I did catch it in real time, but I'm bringing up here. Uh, Moretto did in <laughs> fact say predators are hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That one, that one was just by accident. So, um, yeah. This is
0: a fucked up show today.
2: The, Penn, the Penn's mom's trip is what? I mean, they're all in their 70s, no? That's why Perry wouldn't sign there, I'm guessing. he wasn't slipkicks. <laughs> he looked at the landscape. Let's just put it down. Yeah. Yeah. No, Preds. Um. Preds plus 100. Um, I bet it to like minus 105.
0: Okay, there. I was, that was go, what I was
2: gonna. Ask. Probably wouldn't go much,
1: uh, much higher than that, though.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Is it
1: possible last week the Tuesday show got pre-suspended and that's why there was yeah. no NHL hockey?
0: <laughs> no, it was after. Jeremy says first time long time. Do you guys think coaches matter in the NHL? <laughs> <laughs> Hang up and listen. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, Matt. <laughs> Matt, what's going on Hi. with the uh, Predators here? Do you like them as well? <laughs> uh, this, this this falls, mercifully,
1: this falls under the category of I have no play here. This number is about right for me. So I will, uh, yeah, I'll just let uh, Alex's handicap stand on its own. <laughs> oh, I'm glad
2: we're not consensusing
1: this because that would be a disaster. No, you can't. No, you can't consensus a Predator. Well, we're all in on these, uh,
2: <laughs> on Nashville. Um, When we're all in on Nashville, it doesn't go well.
1: you can sense us a predator, it usually means
2: yeah. (laughs) I mean, I was trying (laughs) to just use the team name for, you know,
1: the city.
0: Focus on the city for a little while, but... (laughs) Oh, man, I got to get it together here. Um, All right, nine more likes to get to 50. Let's get to that on the stream here. Um, If you guys are really sick, then what... uh, 27 more likes there i guess we got another one until until uh 69 i, I mean know. why not like based on today's show like not math <laughs> what? i'm trying to do it in real time very quickly while monitoring other things going on on my screens uh yeah uh all right there you go a couple best bets locked <laughs> in here so far we'll get to all these at the end of at the end of the stream as well we'll recap everything we've given out um so that we can kind of consensus everything based on the shit storm has gone on in between each of the picks here and help deliver those to everyone but uh we do appreciate the support appreciate people tuning in hitting that like button let's get to another game here marito i'm gonna go back to you on the total because i have a feeling we're gonna have an interesting conversation about the game after this one but well let's first and foremost look at the tampa bay lightning arizona coyotes game looking at coyotes at home plus 110 the Tampa Bay Lightning coming in minus 115 see a total of six and a half right now what are you thinking for this game tonight
2: yeah we uh have the rare double goalie confirmation this early in the morning too for a late Mm -hmm. game so it's going to be Johansson and Ingram um Johansson was like on one for a while and we're like say goodbye to the old Jonas Johansson who you know in our heads we're probably still like is you know a lot better than the Jonas Johansson we knew but the reality is uh, he's starting to turn into a pumpkin again before our eyes. So he's just at like a minus two goal saved above expected on the season, which looks okay. And like, that's like, Hey, if you're the lightning, you take that considering, you know, all the time Vasilevsky missed. Um, But reality is his last nine games minus 9.35 goal saved above expected. The wheels have completely come off here. And, uh, you know, Ingram's been good for a while now last season, too, so it's not like small sample, but like the Lightning are still an elite scoring team. They've especially come on in the last few weeks. Power play scorching hot. Um, Coyotes power play has been clicking really well. Both teams bottom third defensively. I think we see a lot of goals here. I think that uh, Tampa Bay with Johansson and Net on this back to back are going to have to just push the pace and um, play a bit more of a run and gun game because. Reality is, I think, the way Johansson's been playing, you can't expect him to make too many saves. So uh, this, is, this has overwritten all over it. Six and a half at uh, minus 115. I am uh, very
0: down for that. All right, perfect. Uh, we will lock that one in. Um, Matt, anything for you here? So I'm on the light, uh, excuse me, I'm on the uh, Coyotes, uh,
1: plus 105. Um, I am a little bit concerned that maybe Jonas Johansson is the Joshua Dobbs of uh, the NHL and maybe Alex can help us with, with this. Uh, I think, you know, there's certain goaltenders that are more suited to be backup goaltenders, i.e. play once a week, once every 10 days, et cetera, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. as we talk about Johansson, it's like, well, maybe, you know, as the workload piles up, that's where the numbers kind of fall off. So then now getting that role of a backup where he is in the, you know, the old Brian Elliott role, Mm -hmm where maybe in less work means a little bit better efficiency for him. So that's the thing I'm a little bit concerned about now that he's had, you know, what almost a week off here to kind of like recharge. He knows it's like, Oh, I'm not, you know, one, he didn't play last night. Right. So it's, he's, and he's not responsible for back-to-backs or any of that sort of thing because of how bad the lightning depth beyond him was. So I'm a little bit concerned that we get this sort of super fresh, um, Johansson here, which is kind of, you know, a lot of the times it's kind of my theory when it comes to backup goaltenders where it's like the market will downgrade a team because they're starting the backup, not necessarily sort of aware that like this is this one, this guy's chance to shine over the course of once every, you know, like I said, week, 10 days, even two weeks, potentially with the lightning. So um, I think the expectation here was obviously that he was going to play this game, especially with Vasilevsky playing Colorado, the number open plus 115 for Arizona. And then I guess upon confirmation or sort of you know, I don't, again, I don't know if confirmation was even necessary uh, in this case. I don't think Vasilevsky was playing back-to-back nights in his second and third games back. But, you know, we've seen it drop down a little bit here to plus 105, plus 100, yeah. plus one. There's a plus 110 still available. So um, that's certainly the play for me. Anything with a plus in front of it with the Coyotes, as Alex said, Johansson. In theory, you know, probably not going to stop a ton of pucks necessarily, but I am a little bit, my, my sort of hesitation here. I mean, it's a bet it's already made, all that sort of thing. But my concern here is that maybe this role suits him a little bit better And obviously Vasilevsky is going to be good, or at least, you know, we assume he's going to be good. And it's been pretty good so far. It's like, you know, does that, that's going to boost uh, Johansson as well. And I think from here on, you're going to get a pretty high GSAX from a team perspective from the Lightning. Uh, From here, you know, again, assuming everybody stays healthy, obviously, from now until the end of the season. But let's hopefully catch Johansson still maybe having a a minor crisis of confidence. And and again, this Coyotes team at home, you know, we we like them as an underdog. (laughs) especially with a team coming in off of honestly, it was a pretty big game last night from like a matchup perspective with the lightning Mm. in Colorado, you know, obviously that's why they started Vasilevsky first beyond the, uh, you know, just sort of the traditional start the starter um, situation. So uh, yeah, uh, take the, take the coyotes, but uh, kind of fingers crossed that Johansson's still kind of having a rough time with that. I,
2: yeah, I agree that that that, that's very possible. You see like Jake Allen is the one that comes to mind for me with that. Where like Jake Allen, when he's, when he's playing every night, no, but when he's, like, a 1B, he can just play, like, once a week or yeah. whatever. You he's like Josh phenomenal. Dobbs. You like yeah. Josh
1: Dobbs in two games. But once yeah. you get to game three, game four, like any backup quarterback – I shouldn't say any because, I mean, we watch a lot of bad backup quarterbacks who stink right off the top. But a good – even a, my point is a good backup quarterback, right, can kind of hold mm-hmm. the fort down for a game yes. or two. I think it's very similar when it comes to goaltending.
2: Yeah. I, um, I do think – johansson is just ass though but like again we'll see um i agree that i agree i agree that they took money though because like the plus 120 ish or sub 25 ish was a bit much but at this point like i don't trust their team makeup and defensive makeup enough at like this short shorter price to hold off the lightning because i think even coming off that loss like maybe if the lightning had beaten colorado last night like the lightning are very like they know what it takes to win. Like they're a very professional team in the sense where like they're going to fuck off when they can fuck off and they know when they can kind of take their foot off the gas a little bit. I don't think this is a a situation where like coming off that loss last night, they're like, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously like incredibly narrative based and it's hard to like quantify that, but like they are a team that they are a team that, that is just like that. Right. Where like, you know, and like, okay, we don't care about this game. It's November and it doesn't matter. Um, But like, and hey, we yeah. lost to the ads last night, whatever. And like you know, Johansson's been good. Maybe put in a bit of a good performance in front of him tonight, whatever.
1: And if it's you know, listen, uh, there's a there's a stat quoted in the chat there. And again, I haven't checked to see whether that's true. Or I, there's no reason for that not to be necessarily. But one in one in ten in the past two seasons on the second night of road back to backs, like if that's if that's the case, right? There's also somewhat of an institutional element where you know I imagine a lot of those are Brian Elliott type games, right? Mm-hmm. Where maybe there's an institutional element of like subconsciously conscious I mean not consciously but subconsciously it's like yeah we just don't win these games ever you know Mm -hmm. and I don't know that Johansson's necessarily played well enough for them to think at this point that like that they're going to so I mean if they're they I guess my point is they've come this far by losing basically every game on the road on a back-to-back with a subpar goaltender and I'm getting plus money to kind of keep that train rolling so to speak I'm 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 okay with that. So the universe. thing about
2: trends like that, though, is like obviously the teams and situations and everything changes so much, and you could but also the Lightning I are mean, a could... pretty
1: stable like you know extra right. actor here. But right?
2: how's this for a trend? The Lightning are one and O in their last one on the second night of back to backs on the road because they just won their last one. <laughs> they one earlier this season, so I don't know. I don't put I don't put much stock into things like that. But again, yeah, maybe with a team like the Lightning, there's it holds a bit more weight, but. That was a Matt Tompkins game, too. The, uh, the horrific Matt Tompkins who got them away. He won a game. He won a game. Good for him. He won a game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so possibly. That's more just NHL in-
0: games that I could say I won. Yeah. <laughs> possibly just yeah. a massive outlier then if, uh, <laughs> if Matt Tompkins is winning on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the team I want to talk about here before we get to the final pick of the night is the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton at home tonight against Vegas, minus 135. You see Vegas coming in plus 131, a total of six and a half right now. Uh, Matt, you sent before the show you liked to price, but it has moved a little bit since we've been on air and even just before we had started to come on air here. Uh, but can yeah. you talk us through what's going on with this Oilers team, where the markets moved to on this one, and whether you still like uh, the side you were interested in going into it? Yeah, listen, at
1: this point, whether it's going against Vegas or being on Edmonton and the Ed- Edmonton goaltending situation, there's never a time where I quote-unquote like it. Um, that being said, a couple of nice games in a row here for Edmonton. And I'm just trying to figure out what, honestly, both teams' ratings should be, because obviously we get into that point where Vegas, it's like, yeah, the metrics don't look amazing, yet they never lose a game. You know, started to lose a couple here in um, the last little bit. Whereas Edmonton... their rating kind of never really budged throughout you know a lot of the sort of chaos that was going on there was one time where they faced the uh, Canucks and it was a considerably different price than the first meeting but I think that had more to do with people being interested in the Canucks because the Canucks were so hot at that point so I'm just looking and I'm like okay I kind of think maybe Edmonton's rating has been kind of downgraded here a little bit and obviously Vegas is you know, we don't. We never know what the ceiling is with regards to Vegas, but I, they're certainly not underrated at this point. So I can kind of understand why this number is the way that it is. Uh, and for me, anything kind of minus one hundred and fifty or lower is worth it. I got in at like a rogue minus one hundred and twenty-five, honestly, not that long ago. Um, and and honestly, I was looking for like minus one hundred and thirty and one hundred and thirty-five. So the fact that there's still some a minus one hundred and thirty-five out there um, is still a bet for me here on the Oilers on. Uh, You know, again, it's backing the Oilers goaltending, and as we know from somehow a goaltending conversation turned into a coaching conversation two weeks ago. Um, But you know, I'm no fan of the Oilers goaltending situation, uh, as we saw another you know victim of the bad goaltending you know coaching fire last uh, yesterday. So, um, yeah, for me again, this is just a price situation. God knows, I don't love fading the uh, you know the Golden Knights here. Um, but we're going to we're going to grin and bear it here with it with an Oilers team that really needs
0: to get it going here at some point all right uh yeah will take the Edmonton Oilers minus 135 there lock in um Moreto, any thoughts for you for where this price is currently at and with this Vegas team I know this is a team we've uh had some trouble with in the past but going up against them tonight any uh disagreement at all
2: no, I um I don't need to be talked into fading Vegas and uh, losing money fading <laughs> Vegas because I do that on the regular. So um, especially a, here against an Oilers team that is like, have they figured it out offensively or have they just played Washington and Anaheim in the last two games? I don't know, but like I'm willing to buy in. It's still Connor McDavid. I still think this team has been playing well throughout yeah. all the shit they've gone through this year. We've talked about that before, and like now catching Vegas without. You know, uh, Martinez and Theodore on the back end, where they're going to have have, like Nicholas Hay first first pairing minutes. Um, You know, that's not ideal. So uh, I think that they're, again, catching Vegas at a really good time. And, you know, maybe two games against two, you know, not great teams, you know, despite what Washington has kind of done up to this point, I still don't think they're a good team. Uh, Catching those two teams at the time they did has really helped them sort of get that confidence back. And now, you know, facing a shorthanded Vegas team is, is, uh, just right in line with that, so I do agree. I, I, and I probably, you know what? I probably, I was like right on the fence because I wanted to bet, it and I was just like, "Am I crazy enough to do it?" Because like it's still like Vegas, and I just get screwed every time. But like I'm, I'm jumping.
1: I'm in. So yeah, I mean, Vegas employment. lost what for their last five here, and I think you know i not well, and I generally price in kind of about five percent for a second a game um, off of a back to back, and this number is sort of eight percent short. And I think when it comes to a back-to-back, especially with these injury situations, right? You mentioned Theodore, which I think matters a little bit more. But when you know we're talking about a cluster injury type situation for a mm-hmm. defensive core on a back-to-back, right? And that kind of acts as a multiplier in a lot of ways. So yeah. you know, maybe on a th- you know with three days off, the you know Theodore being out doesn't necessarily mean three to four percent win probability. But off of a back-to-back with Martinez, I think it probably does. And so mm-hmm. that's I think what's kind of creating for me, you know, I just you know, kind of ignored it when I was <laughs> looking down before. Um, cause I am sort of confused by both these teams ratings in the market, but yeah, that's the, to me, that's the kind of biggest X factor in this where it's, you know, how much did the does those two guys being out on the second night of a back-to-back, like that has to mean more than something that it normally would if, if, yeah. if you sort of understand the Yeah,
2: for sure. I think that makes sense.
0: All right. Uh, one more game with the best bet here that we know we have going into this one. Moreto, will go back to you for, uh, Another total. We're looking at the Anaheim Ducks. Vancouver Canucks game here tonight. Total of six and a half currently, right now. You see the Canucks coming in minus 238. The Ducks plus 227. What are you looking at uh, for the total of this one? Sorry, I was just getting that uh, Oilers bet in, actually. Um, okay, so uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Vegas,
2: uh, sorry, Vegas, uh, Vancouver, Anaheim. Um, yes, I am another total here. So. Anaheim is in a bad way right now and they look horrendous and they're bleeding goals. Can't win a game, bleeding chances, yada, yada. But Gibson has still been a silver lining for this team. He's been very good throughout. Um, We will get the Gibson start. I'm pretty sure, like I'm fairly, fairly confident that we'll get the Gibson start because Dostal started on Sunday and he was horrific and he allowed six goals in the first like 28, 29 minutes of that game and was yanked. So like Gibson came in, um, I don't think they're going to go back to Dostal. I think that was enough of a rest for Gibson where they're going to be like, all right, we need to get the, you know, things back on track here, get Gibson back in net. So, yeah, obviously with all they've been allowing, it's a bit of a scary proposition, but I like the under here um, on the premise that I think we'll see Gibson. And I definitely, I, I feel very confident that we'll see Demko as well, considering Smith started on Sunday. But like, while the, you know, Ducks have sort of tailed off defensively, they've also tailed off offensively it's just been a full team thing like the goals have completely dried up they don't have any reliable scoring up front they've scored 11 goals in the last six games um canucks have been just by all metrics a very low event team at five on five and they're backed by an elite goalie in demko so yeah this this should not be a six and a half in my opinion and we definitely should not be getting plus money at uh six and a half so i think this is my this is probably my favorite of the totals i've given out tonight but uh Probably means we're going to get a seven-one game. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I uh, I do like it. I do like the under quite a bit here.
1: Plus money six and a half is uh, is very nice. This one okay. was very close to disgusting brothers territory. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, and it's not all that surprising. I don't think it honestly just kind of comes down to like what you believe the Vancouver Canucks are at this point. And again, as a reformed uh, Canucks fan, like you want them to be what their record has been up until this point or at least up until the last couple uh, of games but like you know the metrics haven't you know as, as Alex mentioned like the metrics haven't been amazing by any means mm-hmm. and, and certainly didn't so support the you know what are they 14 and 4 or something like along those lines type of record that they had and so the market changed their rating right and they went from that team that below before the season was slightly below average their expected goal share is still kind of supportive of that rating But the market changed their rating to kind of like about 10 to 12% above average. And it's like, if you believe that they're 10 to 12% above average, then this is a fair price against the Ducks. If you don't believe it's that high, then kind of anything is, you know, anything lower than that started starts to create value on the Ducks at such a high price, right? Not that this is ever a 50, 50 type of a game, but it certainly could be closer to like a, you know, 63, 37 type of game. For the Canucks, and at plus, you know, what did we, what were we looking at there? Plus two twenties, like I had two seventeen earlier uh, today or last night, but I think we might be even higher than that. Yeah, like two twenty seven. I mean, geez. right? Like, yeah. So, I, like, I'm probably not gonna bet it just because it's like I don't have to. But mm-hmm. honestly, if these were two other teams with the same numbers and stuff. You know, we'd be we'd be playing the Disgusting Brothers clip again, but we had to we had to leave it for for Alex's Corey Perry uh, discussion. I Still don't understand what that was about, but yeah,
0: um, yeah, no idea. No, of course not. First I've heard of it. <laughs> all right well there you go that'll do it for the best bets there we did get 50 likes so give it out and i mean moretta was in the ballpark it's not matthew nice but it is a toronto maple leaf i apologize but those are the ones i know that's where i have the idea well you know this one is real simple very very simple i think you guys will agree with it i'm going with john Tavares anytime goal score it's plus 180 right now you can find that on fanduel uh i'd probably still get them to like you see 155s that's like probably the end of where i play it yeah, it's smaller down to there because it's much smaller edge on the on it at that point but like that 180 F fan duel look i'll be the first person to say it i've talked to moreto about it extensively is i'm not the biggest mitch marner fan but That being said, he's a good playmaker, and he has traditionally had a lot of success playing with John Tavares. He's much more of a playmaker than William Nylander is. Uh, William Nylander is more of a play driver and a guy who, who you can see in the last two years is a guy who's going to be scoring goals. Mitch Marner is not. He doesn't want to shoot. He's not looking to shoot. He's looking to pass, and alongside a guy like John Tavares at plus 180, I think that that's where uh that's where I'd be looking to go. You just also add in the fact that he does still play the power play, play late game scenarios, whether that is with empty nets or up a goal or like it doesn't matter, he's going to be out there near the end, he's going to have those opportunities. I think JT especially alongside Mitch Marner at plus 180 is a uh is a very good price there. Um that's that's the player prop that I have for tonight, and I, I will I'll play it for a full unit here on this. He's going to be motivated yeah, too
2: because camp. he just got demoted to having to play with that whiny little yes. shit.
1: <laughs> is uh, is that comment in, in the comment section uh, from Charles? Is is that true? Is the, uh, uh, because honestly, I think, it, I think Peta should probably get involved. <laughs> <I was.
2: laughs> oh boy, I love it. The dad jokes on a uh, full, full
1: throttle this morning. Yeah.
0: I thought you were going to go like some other direction about uh, like, you know, Hoover full well, I'm not going something.
1: in any other direction <laughs> than the absolute dumbest direction we could possibly. <laughs> it's Tuesday. All right. right. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Well, there you go. That'll do it for uh, for the best bets here on today's show. We do appreciate everyone who tuned in, everyone who hit that like button, everyone who subscribed throughout. Uh, let's recap the picks for today because we do have a lot of them. So uh, remember, these are all for full unit unless I otherwise specify. But you can track all these picks in the bet stamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. So taking a look at what we've got here for today, we're going to first and foremost go to the Islanders-Devils game where we are taking the under six and a half minus 120 there then we got uh in the leafs panthers john tavares anytime goal plus 180 and then the leafs money line minus 133 then we go to the nashville predators game where the predators are hot you heard it from Moreto, not me predators plus 100 money line against pittsburgh penguins then we go uh, chicago seattle If you want to hear the jokes for that one, go to earlier in the show. Uh, Seattle, Chicago, under six and a half, minus 120, as well as the Chicago Blackhawks money line, plus 165. Then we're also going to go to the Coyotes game. We got two bets there. The Coyotes money line, plus 105, as well as the Lightning Coyotes over six and a half, minus 115. And then two more bets here tonight. We got the Edmonton Oilers money line, minus 135 against the Vegas Golden Knights. And finally, the Anaheim Ducks against the Vancouver Canucks. Under six and a half plus one oh five. Again, you can track all these picks in the bet stamp app in the find better section as Edgework HQ. Uh Matt, I have we haven't brought it up this year. Maybe I'm gonna sewer myself, but I think I got rid of the whole like vanna white reading through at the end i think that was the problem i had last year would you would you agree with that uh i really enjoyed it man listen you're you're (laughs) top in my book
1: so there's you can do no wrong when it comes uh when it comes to my opinion buddy so if you want to like slowly read them out you want to read them out fast you want to do them in german (laughs) man i i don't even care. Uh,
0: i'm just trying to be cognizant to the the people on the podcast (laughs) well thank you well there you go that'll do it for today's show um i I don't even know how to describe what the hell went on here. Game breakdowns, best bets, lots of jokes, uh, but they're all out there. Today was a great episode, so thank you to everyone who tuned in, liked the, the stream, subscribed to the channel. For more, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Turn on notifications so you get notified every time videos drop. I put out ridiculous shorts talking about Peter Check making professional hockey debuts from when he was playing pro soccer and decided you want to be a hockey goalie putting out videos like that as well as our best bets the watch-alongs anything like that going on here on the channel so thanks to everyone who tuned in uh, coming up across the hammer for the remainder of the day here today you're going to want to tune in across all different channels because there is a lot going on we're looking at sorry it just froze on my screen there there we go we are looking at for the remainder of the day coming up on the forward prog or on the board nba channel 11:30 a.m jacob kermenia pips nba talking about sgps player props sides totals for the nba those guys are on a heater over there if you think the EdgeWork team is hot you want to check that one out then over on Forward progress 2 p.m film review market watch as well as talking about thursday night football uh with over on the ford Pro with the forward progress team over there then uh the NCAA breakdown as we're getting into bull season. Hit the books, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Never punt, never parlay. Parker Fleming, Douglas Farmer. Check that one out as well. 90 degrees. George us F- as a G Stack George, as you guys know him as. Coming up, 4 p.m. Another episode with him on the Circles Off channel. Lots coming up across the hammer, across all of our different shows, all the different networks. So make sure to check those out. But thanks to everyone who tuned in here today. Matt, Alex. Thank you guys for taking the time to do this here this morning. Do appreciate it as always. Look forward to seeing the two of you back here on Tuesday. And for everyone else in the chat, look forward to seeing you guys back here tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets.